Hello, my name is Janelle, and welcome to the Genuinely Janelle podcast. I believe everyone's stories, including my own, matters. Stories help me gain a better understanding of myself, the world, and connects me with other people. So I hope through the stories of my life and the conversations I have with others, you will one day find the confidence and courage in your voice to share your story. Now, let's hear a story. Whoa, this is my first podcast episode of 2022. If this is the first episode of mine you're listening to, welcome. If you're a returning listener, especially if you've been tuning in since my very first episode, thank you so much for your patience with me. When I created this podcast, it wasn't my initial intention to infrequently publish episodes. I've been taking breaks from time to time due to a variety of reasons. Now that I'm back, my intention this year is to be more consistent in creating and sharing podcast episodes. I can't guarantee that I won't take another break, but for now, I'm just going to enjoy my current waves of life, and you're all welcome to join along on the ride. My last podcast episode was in December 2021, and since there are a lot of things I want to share with you all, I want to be organized in my flow of communication. I'll first share my recap and reflection of 2021, then I'll share updates on how 2022 has been for me thus far. Lastly, I'll dive deeper into the meaning behind my theme for this year. I want to acknowledge that some parts of my story may activate folks' emotions and thoughts, so if you need to pause and take a step back to take care of yourself, please feel free to do so. It's officially April. So I empathize and understand that a reflection of last year may seem a bit odd for some folks, but in my heart and soul, I can't move forward with my blog or this podcast without acknowledging my experience in 2021. For a little refresher, 2021 was my year of alignment and intentionality. My quote for 2021 was, everything you think, say, and do needs to become intentional and aligned with your purpose, your values, and your goals. Intentionality has always been important to me. So in 2021, I challenged myself to be even more intentional with my actions, thoughts, and words to align with my goals, values, and God's purpose for my life. I know some folks may be listening to me right now and wonder, Okay, Janelle, that sounds nice and all, but what really happened in 2021? Last year, I did several things. Number one, my partner and I celebrated our first anniversary and we went to Temecula for our first wine tasting experience together. Number two, I began my health and fitness journey with my friend and trainer, Xavier, and I've reached several personal milestones. Number three, I continued to work from home with some days being at the office. Number four, I coordinated and paid for a mini photo shoot with my younger siblings and mom in celebration of Mother's Day. And on that same day, my partner met my mom for the very first time. Number five, I had a girls day trip with my mom and two younger sisters in Los Angeles in celebration of my youngest sister's birthday. Number six, I did a photo shoot with a friend at Heritage Park in San Diego. Number seven, I participated in Unipro San Diego's summer internship. Number eight, I traveled to Las Vegas, Reno, and Seattle. My partner and I went together on two of the trips, and it was our first time going on a road trip and flying on a plane together. Number nine, 
I turned another year older, and I had a family dinner at Anime, a world-class steakhouse restaurant in San Diego with Asian fusion dishes. If you've been listening to my podcast episodes, follow me on social media, and or if you know me in real life, you would know that I don't just share the highlights of my life because I strongly dislike how social media platforms are being used as a highlight reel. Amidst the highlights I experienced, 2021 was an overwhelming, transformative year for me. I was overwhelmed with the few transitions and projects at work. I was overwhelmed with my responsibilities as the eldest child of my household. I was overwhelmed being the only active advisor for an organization. I was overwhelmed with the pain I was experiencing in my stomach and not being seen by my doctor because my pain and the symptoms I experienced wasn't considered a priority since the hospitals were filled with COVID-19 patients. I was overwhelmed with all the tragic news I came across on social media, television, and YouTube. I was overwhelmed with trying to be as cautious as possible whenever I would go out, especially when I traveled because I didn't want to contract nor spread the COVID-19 virus onto someone else. In 2021, my seasonal depression was the worst it's ever been in the past five years. Although I'm an extroverted person, my seasonal depression drained a lot of my energy. So I was constantly tired, I needed to isolate myself from folks as a safety precaution, and I simply didn't have the desire to connect with anyone. 2021 was such an overwhelming year for me that I literally slept on New Year's Eve into 2022, which is out of character for me since I usually stay up late. To circle back on the theme of alignment and intentionality, the person who I was before the COVID-19 pandemic isn't completely the same person I was in 2021, nor the person I am in this present moment. The person who I was before the pandemic made several impulse decisions and financial purchases with no regard on how it could potentially impact her in the future. The person who I was before the pandemic loved going out spontaneously with friends and going on big adventures every weekend. The person who I was before the pandemic would drink so much using alcohol as an escape to numb all her pain and as a way to help her sleep. The person who I was before the pandemic made several promises that she couldn't keep. The person who I was before the pandemic would always find excuses and loopholes to compromise her boundaries and prioritize other people before herself. The highlights and overwhelming experiences of 2021 transformed me because I learned that to be the person I want to be and most importantly, who God has created me to be. It is very painful yet necessary to release everyone and everything that isn't in alignment with my core values and purpose. I learned there are some people in my life who I can love and support from afar, but I can't keep them within my close circle because our interests and values no longer align with one another. I learned my best friends and I needed to shift in frequency of how often we see one another because we're all busy going through different seasons of our lives, and that's perfectly okay. Shifting to a low-maintenance friendship doesn't erase the memories my best friends and I created, nor lessen the love we have for one another. As I became more intentional with how I invested, saved, and spent my money last year, 
I learned moving forward, I no longer want to make impulse decisions, especially financial decisions. I no longer have the desire to spend money to attend every single concert and music festival that I find out about through my email newsletters and social media. I no longer have the desire to constantly spend money on food. Instead, I prefer to cook at home and learn new recipes. I learned if I want to continue growing in my career, I need to continue being bold and advocating for myself and take more actionable steps to create opportunities. I learned that showing up as my authentic self in life and in work can inspire other folks to do the same. I learned I don't constantly need to go out on big adventures every weekend to enjoy life. I can enjoy life even in the simplest of things and the smallest of moments. I learned that I no longer find being drunk appealing or fun anymore. I no longer drink as an escape from the pains of life or as a method to fall asleep. I prefer to attend a wine tasting or simply sit down, relax, and take my time drinking a beer or hard kombucha. I still do love tequila though. I learned I shouldn't make promises if I can't guarantee that I'll follow through with it. I can only guarantee I'll try my best, and realistically, there is a possibility I might disappoint someone. Lastly, but most importantly, I learned my self-care should always be a top priority. Moving forward, I refuse to compromise the time I have for myself for other people. Experiencing all of these revelations last year was very painful because a part of me was hoping that once the pandemic finally ends, I'd be able to return to the past versions of myself that I've been tightly holding onto. It wasn't easy to let go of the parts of myself that folks and I were comfortable and familiar with. It wasn't easy to let go of some of the plans I imagined for myself. It wasn't easy to accept that the person who I was before the pandemic and the person I am now aren't completely the same person. It took time for me to accept the reality. I needed to gradually let go of the past versions of myself that no longer serve me to make space for the person I am in the present moment and the person I will become in the future. Now, we're in 2022, and as I mentioned before, I slept on New Year's Eve. So I transitioned into this year tired. And when I say tired, this is a whole new level of exhaustion for me. I was so exhausted that even when I slept eight hours for three to four consecutive days, it just wasn't enough for my body. I also began this year very overwhelmed. In the first full week of January, I found out my youngest sister, who doesn't even live at home with me, contracted COVID-19. In that same week, my mom, who is immunocompromised, was scheduled to take her COVID-19 booster shot. So, with me as the eldest child in my household, I had to work around my availability to find and deliver rapid tests to my sister at her doorstep. Then, I waited until after I took my mom to get her COVID-19 booster shot to get my sister officially tested at a county site. Afterwards, as a safety precaution, I made sure to get tested through my workplace since it's a faster experience for me. Then, at the end of January, my grandpa who has been staying in a post-acute rehabilitation center got sick and thankfully it wasn't connected to any variant of COVID-19. However, my grandpa was so sick that his body just couldn't fight it anymore and my family had an emergency meeting via Zoom to discuss the reality that we would have to say goodbye to him. I drove from my partner's apartment to my apartment to pick up my auntie and mom. 
Then we met up with some of our family members to sneak into the post-acute rehabilitation center after hours, literally from midnight to 3 a.m., just to see and talk to my grandpa before he took his last breath. Several hours later, after finding out the news that my grandpa passed away in his sleep, I was voluntold to create a death announcement flyer for my family members to use so they can request bereavement leave, create the obituary using the information that my aunties provided me, create a formal digital invitation to send out to folks for them to attend the funeral and viewing via Zoom, create the video montage that will be played at the funeral, host the Zoom meeting, as well as set up the camera and video montage the day of the funeral. I had to do all of that while taking into consideration the messages my aunties would send me with edits to the obituary and the images they wanted to include in the video montage, completing the tasks I had for work, maintaining the responsibilities I have at home, and preparing for my trip with my mom to visit my younger brother in South Carolina. I had so many things to do in the span of a couple of weeks that the stress of it all got to me. I was alone when I had a really bad panic attack. I couldn't stop crying. It was becoming harder for me to breathe. My chest was hurting and I was using the little energy I had to text my mom that I wasn't okay. I clearly remember my conversation with God that day. I asked him, what would the situation be like if I wasn't alive? I want to understand why is it that for the past two funerals and now this one, I'm the one who bears so much responsibility and is tasked to do so many things when there are a total of 18 grandchildren, especially when there are three of us who are the same age and I'm the youngest of the three. I told God, Ever since I was young, I've carried so much responsibility and weight, not just for my household, but for my extended family too. And I'm tired. I'm tired. I don't want to die. I don't. But I just want it all to stop, even for a brief moment. I want to take a break. I want my cousins to step up more for the extended family, especially now that we're older. I want to stop being voluntold to do things. I want to be able to say no to my family without feeling guilty or disappointing them. The cherry on top of the overwhelming experiences this year thus far was when the pain in my stomach reached the point where I couldn't tolerate it anymore. I have a somewhat high tolerance of pain, but the pain was so excruciating that it hurt to breathe, laugh, and make any movements with my body that would activate my core. I called the 24-7 hotline of my healthcare provider, which led me to finally being seen in person for an examination and to get blood tests done. When the results of my blood test came in, I found out that my white blood cells dropped below normal levels. My results also indicate that my liver and other organs in my body are stressed. So in a couple of weeks, I need to take another blood test to see if the test results get better, remain the same, or worsen. 
if my test results get better, that will be great. However, if my test results end up the same or worse, I need to take further tests to figure out what is wrong. <sighs> I want to acknowledge that what I just shared was a lot to hear. And more so, a lot to experience in the span of three months. And I'm still in the process of healing from it all. My last podcast episode was titled Recharge, Relax, and Rest. And that is exactly what I did every chance I got these past three months to recover from how overwhelmed I felt. For the folks who have access to my Google Calendar, they can confirm that within the past three months when I wasn't working, training, attending to family matters, or spending time with my family and partner, I was either asleep, doing a self-care activity, or taking a nap. I fully acknowledge that I reached a breaking point with my stress levels, which is why I needed to recharge, relax, and rest. Now that I've taken and continue to take the time I need to take care of myself, I'm in a much better emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual state, which is why I'm sharing my story with you all today. Yes, I was overwhelmed and tired at the beginning of the year. Yes, I'm still tired. Although we're four months into 2022, I still have a lot of faith that there is still so much good that will happen in my life this year. I spent a lot of time praying, reflecting, and writing in my journal throughout last year to figure out what theme God has in store for me for this year. My theme for 2022 is harvest and restoration. When I see the words harvest and restoration, the first thing that comes to mind is farming and gardening, specifically the process of harvesting crops and restoring the soil so new seeds can be planted. If you're familiar with gardening, most seeds thrive best when they're planted underneath soil in complete darkness. I realized certain events happened in 2018 to serve as my season of darkness for me to grow as an individual. 2019 was my year of power moves where I made the bold, conscious decision to choose myself and do things that positively enhanced the different areas of my life, emotional, environmental, financial, physical, professional, psychological, social, and spiritual. 2019 was my seed year, where I was healing from the darkness I experienced and began to recognize how I can grow as an individual. 2020 was my year of fearless growth, where I made the bold, conscious decision to grow and flourish in life amidst all the bad, fear, and especially the uncertainty of the pandemic. In the year of fearless growth, I learned that in order for me to grow to my full potential, I must accept that I'll experience seasons of being planted in darkness, where I need to ground myself in my roots, which are my core values, remind myself that growth requires patience and time, and to not underestimate the season I'm in. So in 2020, I believe God made me go through certain experiences to ground and grow my roots to prepare me for 2021, my year of alignment and intentionality. As I mentioned earlier, 2021 was an overwhelming transformative year for me 
because I learned that to be the person I want to be, and most importantly, who God has created me to be, it's very painful yet necessary to release everyone and everything that isn't in alignment with my core values and purpose. In 2021, as I blossomed and grew, I believe the challenges and experiences I faced taught me to remove the old, dead leaves of my life that no longer serve me so I can continue to flourish. Now, in 2022, my theme is harvest and restoration because this is the year to reap what God has sown in my life from the past three years, as well as reassess and restore my soil so that God can plant new seeds in my life. I'm so humbled by this experience. I realized I needed to experience everything I went through thus far to fully grow, obviously not in height, into the woman I am today. I chose to share the story of mine to give you all a better understanding of who I am, what I experience as I navigate through life, and how I overcome the several challenges that come my way. I'm not afraid to share the good and bad moments in my life because I aim to show up as my authentic self in all the spaces I'm in. My life isn't picture perfect and it never will be because I'm an imperfect human. So here I am, as I am, taking one step at a time, one day at a time, to be present in the moment. I don't fully know what will be the crops I'll reap or the seeds that God will sow into my life this year. I don't know yet how I'm going to restore the soil in my life. I don't know what God has in store for me in the upcoming seasons of life. But with what I experienced thus far, I know that the journey is definitely worth it. My life may not be picture perfect, but that doesn't mean it's not worth living. Thank you so much for allocating time in your day to listen to this episode. I look forward to sharing another story of mine in the next episode. Stay tuned, and in the meantime, I hope you have a relaxing and productive day.